things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday, Dana McCool. Uh, Happy Friday, Eric. I was giving the Dana this like little bedroom thing, like voice. She told you better save that shit for your wife. <laughs> you, you better save that shit for the doc. Yeah, I was you just sitting going, all Barry White Well, because shit. I was like, I was just listening to myself on the microphone, going, "Yeah, now, hey." <laughs> hey, I want to ask you something. Yeah, shoot. Do you notice anything different about me today? Besides the fact you got a little bit of makeup on and trying to look a little pretty, you tried to part your little, you know, what little hair you have there to the side, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, anything else? Let me see. You got a, a little watch, uh, a little cool little glass to the side. I don't know. What else? Do I look like the woman whose uh, tumor markers dropped another 21 points this month? Well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Good for you, girl. Good for you. 21 for you. more points. I'm 20 points away from being like uh, my tumor markers not being active. Okay. Or them being under, at the normal limit. So I got that news today after the crappy news I got yesterday that I will be on chemo for the foreseeable future just to kind of keep, yeah. you know. It discourage cancer from coming back. You know. So I was telling I was telling Dana we're gonna get into the, some of the stuff we got. We usually kind of get get out of the way at the beginning of the show. But I was telling Dana this year that I know she wants to announce something today as well too when it comes to cancer. And I was just thinking about it today. Yeah, a little bit is because of Dana. Uh, a little bit is just because you know with the cur- the cuss jar, we're always trying to do something right with it. And last year we gave it to a nonprofit at the mm-hmm. end of the year um, that helps. Uh, who was it again that we gave it to? Nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Yeah. yeah, ministries. So this year I told us to look. So folks, you know, for those who come on the show throughout the remainder of the year and everything, if you bring the quarters and if you, even if you don't curse, you want to bring them in, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but what I told Dana was I want to do something with this jar that will help the cause, um, which is cancer. I want to give this some entity. I don't care if it's Florida Cancer Specialist or some sort of children's thing, or mm-hmm. maybe we can tie this into what you want to, what you want to, what you've been thinking about with some with someone else to do uh, some sort of. Uh, I don't want to say too much. Anyway, yeah. I'll let you do it. Anyways, my point is that I want to tie this into cancer because I feel like it's a shame that we can get a vaccine, which was, you know, whatever you want to call it, in my world, a little bit bullshit, but we can get it out in two, three months. Um, but here we are. We're still struggling with cancer. And I guess maybe yeah. in the pharma world, I guess in the pharma world and, and wherever all the powers that be, I guess it's you know easier to keep people on life support forever instead of trying to find a cure. And then they make more money that way. So that's yeah. my little whatever for today. But anyways, that said. Um, folks, don't forget to catch us on uh, the Smoking Truth on, on the YouTube. Uh, we're there. We drop them every week. You get the notifications, and, and then the great OG, you know, has even the graphics now. So that we've been doing that for several weeks I now. Know. Listen, I shout out to Mike and Mike Productions. Yeah. Always top tier. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, was right? just, I saw that. I was like, now it's like a regular thing. So I'm like, okay, great. You know, now we're becoming more legit as a, like <laughs> as a whatever you want to call us. And I was just like, oh, this is great. So don't forget to catch us on YouTube, folks. You, yep. We drop every Tuesday. You'll get notified. Uh, we'll also drop on all the major podcasts. I know mm-hmm. for a fact because I subscribe to Spotify, and I know I get to know notifications yep we posted on facebook i am trying to get on twitter little by little um as best i can and but i'm going to get better about it because i do have some time where i can do some of that stuff uh, but anyways uh we posted on facebook
Facebook as well. You can find The Smoke of Truth on Facebook, and then obviously you can always email us if you want to, or just contact me and Dan if you want to be on the mm -hmm. show. We are more than happy to, or just send, hey, listen, when it's on you, when it's on Facebook, if you got a question about something and the new show comes out, just say, hey guys, I'd love for you guys to talk about this, because mm -hmm. I think it's an issue. We'll be, hey, listen, if I'm not monitoring, it's I know for show. a fact Dana's it's monitoring. your yeah. show. Yeah, let us know what we you want us to talk it. about. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, am I Hey, you know who's coming in two weeks? Oh, Ooh. go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, Do your love first. Oh, oh the lover. Who's your lover? <laughs> the doctor love. Oh, Omec. Don't fucking use that right now. Excuse me. Where's my corner? <laughs> fucking doctor love bullshit. I got shit to say about him. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, we're starting already. Anyways, and I have Elmis. Omec is a good one, folks. If you're a cigar smoker out there, Omec's a good one. Has a little extra to it, but it's just right, and I think it's good. And I got uh, Eka gave me this little surprise. I forgot what the hell it was. It's an IPA-ish beer, and today was a hot day, so I told her. And I, I was here yesterday, and I just you know stopped in for a little I bit. I know, like I just missed you yeah. yesterday. It was crazy. Oh, do you know? I actually saw you from my car. I had pulled up. And you were doing something, but I was on the phone with somebody for some constituent issue. I'm on the phone real quick, trying to go through it. I thought you saw me. And the next thing I know, you got in your truck and left. I said, hey, is she coming back? And they, were like, and they were like, well, no, I, dude, I don't like causing like a bunch of disruption and shit. I mean, that's your style. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Go ahead, my dear. I, I want to talk uh, tonight to... <laughs> it's not going to do any good. I'm just, just going to announce something was happening tonight, but this doesn't go to air until Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Give a shout out to Cigar Hustler for having a, uh, Mike Rosales here and yes. um, Roma. And yeah. So yeah. what I'll tell you on that note is that I know we're announcing it probably won't drop till Tuesday, but just folks, if you're smoking cigars, even if you're not smoking, you're thinking you're interested in it think, or thinking about doing it. Mm -hmm. Every so often, Cigar Hustler does these events where they're they, amazing. Their vendors will, their 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 I guess your vendors will come in cigar and go, reps. yeah, cigar reps will come in and and the help uh, get events going and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, uh, folks, check it out. It's a great place to be. You get it. They get wildly busy when when especially when the reps come by, and yep. it's just a nice good time. So it is. And and the thing about Cigar Hustler also is the the quality product that they make. And I'm telling you, these guys are so loyal and committed to the cigar industry making a better product they have stepped up their game continually every year they're yeah. improving improving they're going to be at pca and and vegas and i'm looking forward to them coming back with some good news and yeah. unloading a lot of cigars because they have new exciting ones that they released i'm going to defer to og real quick og can you just give the yes. could you <laughs> <laughs> could you just give her a quick rundown of the ones that have just been released i don't want to mess it up i know the gorda Go ahead. corona gorda just came out in a habano and a broadleaf uh this fall is the connecticut yes. and then after that will be the new war bear which i believe is a box press mm. Mm. Corona, mm. I believe, and mm -hmm. then there'll be the SBC twenty two. That's a sexy cigar. I, I'm, I'm waiting Corona on that Corona. one because I know you got a little prelude to that one, and mm -hmm. I and you gave me one. I was like, oh, this is nice, and I just got another one today that Mikey gave me up while we were upstairs. I wasn't asking for it because Eric is it here. The Connecticut. And, yeah, the Connecticut. And I was just like, oh man, I appreciate it, man. I, there's, there's a lot of little teasers dropping on it, and I'm a fan of Postani, and so I was kind of like, all right, mm -hmm. um, the Bono's my favorite, right? And so I was like, all right, and so any, it's, and it's really nice with the, with the gold mm -hmm. wrapper. Oh, uh, it's gold sexy, black. Yeah, it's, it? Yeah, it looks it's fucking sexy. It's a sexy wrapper, I'm not going to looks fucking sexy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I want to say that I had that Connecticut. I was in, I was in Savannah. Oh, were you? Oh, okay. Weekend, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. You were. Yes, you mm -hmm. told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was conjuring up. Did you enjoy? Good, 
good juju is what I was doing there. Did you need to do that once in a while because I had that Connecticut there at the uh, Savannah LBGQT block party. Right. Um, there was so much togetherness there. There was good music there, camaraderie. It was a beautiful, amazing event. Savannah is always a beautiful lady right. when it comes to hosting stuff like that. And uh, smoked that then. It was the first cigar that I have smoked, and I only smoked half of it. Uh-huh. But it's the first cigar that I've smoked since I started treatment. Yeah, you know, because I promised my doctors and my family, you know. It's the prudent thing to do, right? So my, so my wife got on me today, and she was kind of like, hey. So I told you before the show, which I'm not going to say anything on air about it, but mm-hmm. somebody was, you know, just concerned about your friend. Mm-hmm. And, I, uh, love the, and, I love my friend. And, and they got back, and it, the individual was in front of my wife, and it's just, and then the next text I get was, please don't smoke in front of Dana, please. <laughs> so I'm trying to be, I may light up guys a little bit, but it's just to get that little extra, but it's not, I don't want to yeah. do too much in front of Dana out of respect to her, but it's just... You know, look, I, I kind of like when she's on her off days, meaning that something's kicking her ass a little bit, I just stay, I'll stay away from it. I'll have it here just in the tray if she's feeling pretty good about I it. I feel pretty good today. And she's kind of like, Eric, go ahead, don't worry, I'm okay. Then I'll, you know, I'm and, but I know, I know the people in the audience are going to be like, don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah, don't do <laughs> it. You're such a son of a bitch. Don't do it in front of Dana. So, hey, it. it is what it is. I love it. I um, want to get into <clears throat> some legislative reporting here. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the show. Yeah. Before you know I get on, be, before I get into my rant about you, something today. Go ahead. Do your fucking rant. You want to first. do a rant? All right. All right. All right. Go ahead and do your so rant. I know everybody looks forward. I hope everybody everybody does with a rant that either I will come up with or Dana will come up with. Last week was on drivers in the fast lane when Tara Dierica was here, mm-hmm. uh, which just annoys the hell out of me some, from time to time. However, the news that came out this week in Volusia County, especially on the West Volusia side, was on the West Volusia Hospital Authority, the WVHA. And I'm here today to question their relevancy. And part of my rant is to question their relevancy. And I say this, why? So obviously, WVHA did not want to pay their share of Medicaid payments to the county, which all goes up to the federal government, which eventually comes back to us down here in, in Florida. And it's been a longstanding tradition, and, and it's been noted that all three hospital districts, folks, we're, one, we're the only county in the whole entire state that has three hospital districts, but whatever. Um, anyways, and so my point is in question the relevancy, uh, when I, the article came out, I kind of go, well, is it time for them to go? And, or has it been long since overdue? So, folks, just a little education really quick. WVHA, West Wichita Hospital Authority, Authority, had enabling legislation done through Tallahassee long time ago. And the whole idea was that they were going to go ahead and maintain a hospital, which was at the time Fish Memorial, before, it became, before Advent bought them out. And Advent came in around 2000 and bought them out. Now, at that point in time, you would have figured that, hey, you know what? A private company came and bought the hospital. What's the point of having a taxing authority anymore? But then they kind of went off, and I think in many ways, and I think what happened over the years is that many of these little smaller nonprofits got used to getting paid by them. Nonprofits, let me tell you, some of them have nothing to do with healthcare whatsoever. And then here we are arguing about Medicaid payments to this day. I, the full disclosure, I did argue in front of the board at one time because Dr. John Hill was on the board at one point in time, and he was trying to do it with the, with the WVHA because he didn't understand the relevancy anymore. And what I will tell you is with my former boss, we had questioned the same thing. What is the relevance anymore? And I went back and I looked, I went through everything in their, in, their, in their enabling legislation. And there is nothing in there that satisfies what they're doing today. I know they're making the argument that it does, but I went through with somebody worse in Tallahassee. I'm kind of going, no, there's no more relevance anymore. You guys do not run a hospital anymore. That's all, that's, that was done away a long time ago. Moving forward, at the time when I made the argument, I said it's not that my boss does, does not agree with doing away with the hospital authority, but he also wanted to ensure what do we do with these 14, 15, 600 patients, right? What's the alternative? And what I will tell you folks is this, is it's just more for, I want everybody to think about this. We have three major entities in Volusia County, 
that could pick up the slack, definitely. And one of them has already told me that they'd be more than happy to do um, to do it because they receive funding in part before that. FHS. So they, re yeah. So, and then it's not just to advocate for them, but I'm going to just, because I didn't want to go down that path. It's just, I want people to understand we have Femi Health Source, which is a primary Here's the care. thing. There's a difference between advocating and yeah. putting the truth out. I think that you're putting the truth out. Yeah. And the, and the disclaimer is that each of us really knows somebody at all three entities. Yes. Yeah. Right. 100%. So we, we need to talk about the relevance. So FHS is one. They're, they primary, they do, they deal primarily with, um, with primary care and they have sliding scales and so forth. They yep. deal a lot with indigent care. Plus they did, they take commercial insurance. Mm -hmm. You have Halifax Health, which is one of 12 public safety net hospitals in the state of Florida. If I'm not mistaken, my, my, my number's off, then somebody correct me. But it's one of 12 safety net hospitals, which means what? They receive a lot of tax dollars and mm -hmm. they get subsidized to be a public safety net hospital. And then we have Advent. Now, I, people know that I sometimes gripe about Advent. They do a lot of good work over there. I, my point is, is that for Advent Health, Y'all spend like $30, $40 million a year in advertising here in the state of Florida, right? I would say cut that half of that shit out and take the $15 million and actually put it towards people who actually need help, indigent care that really needs help. My point is in saying that, and it's a little dig at How much does Halifax spend? They do, uh, it's nowhere near that same budget. I can tell you that right now. Nowhere How much do close. they spend I don't on know indigent the exact care? Dollar. But what I'm saying is, yeah. is like, we can't Purport, do that. No, so I will tell because, you. I, because here's the thing. They're doing it successfully. Proportionately, I will tell you this. I did look up the numbers once before, and I don't, I don't have the exact numbers because it's been like three or four years. Mm -hmm. Proportionately, Halifax takes more indigent care, definitely much more than um, than Avent does. Okay, I pull. I I've pulled the records. I've had. Aka what give me is the, numbers. the responsibility? What is the moral and legal responsibility for a hospital to decide to take indigent care? Well, for example. It, well, Go well, ahead. All right. So moral, moral and legal responsibility. Mm -hmm. What I would say is this. On the, morally, I think all of them should be taken in for indigent care and mm -hmm. trying to help out as best they can, right? Mm -hmm. Legally, I want to – and so whether you want to call it legally or not, I can tell you this right now. Avent Health receives tax, ben, tax benefits. Mm -hmm. Those tax benefits for as a not-for-profit hospital, they are supposed to be using those dollars that they save on, on not paying property tax and all kinds of things – on indigent care. Proportionally, I would argue, I don't think they do enough. They could be doing more. That's just my opinion personally. So if you're out there, you want to question it, be out, by all means, go right ahead. My argument here today is this. You go all hard three, on for Advent. All, well, you do a little bit. I do a little bit, yes, mm -hmm. because they're a behemoth, and I see some of the shit that they're doing around. The, and I have friends who work in Advent. I have dear friends who actually work in government relations for Advent, and we talk about it probably all the time. They make their argument. I make mine a little bit, but I also recognize the fact that, look, you see the scar that's on my neck, folks? I got that through Avent Health because I had, I had a surgery through them. They do great work. I just think as an entity, as, an, as a healthcare system, they could be doing more. That's all I'm saying. And be, but beyond that, I'm also going to put the onus on everybody else, not just Advent, okay? Because it's not just Advent's responsibility. This comes between all three um, healthcare providers, the major ones in Volusia County, between Family Health Source, between uh, Halifax and Advent, there is enough there that these patients can be taken care of. Now, as far as the, the, the nonprofits, listen, man, all I'm gonna say is, so, especially some of them who have nothing to do with healthcare at all, <laughs> and also, some of that is also duplicated. It's not like the hospitals couldn't do some of this stuff like testing for this, or testing for AIDS, or whatever it may be. I go, folks, So some of that, I'm gonna clear something up right go ahead, now. Please, I'm please gonna tell go. you something. My mentor, BG. Yes, I know. Okay. Barb Gertman mm -hmm. educated me, right? right? 
And I know who you're talking about. I'm yep. not going to mention the nonprofit's name, but I know yep. exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Because I had the same questions. Because the uh, year before last, I really got into uh, the hospital authority's budget. And I'm yeah. looking at some of the numbers going, fuck, yeah. right, to myself, right? And asked those questions and asked about the duplication of services. There's no one out else out there but this nonprofit going out into the community doing this okay we have an underserved population out in the community that won't go into a hospital mm -hmm. they won't go into because of either maybe they're wanted for something maybe they have uh, psychological issues that where they don't want to be in a okay. hospital and for whatever reason this is the only nonprofit that actually goes out into the community to do this so fair enough fair enough yeah. but I would argue though that if they they took the time instead of going through the WVHA. They could. I almost. I'm gonna throw it out there. Don't know how true it is, but let's look at the possibility that many of these entities could sit here and figure out a way to partner with any one of those three to figure out. Hey, you guys are not gonna do it, but if you guys help us, we can be out in the community doing it. And it's great. It's a win for everybody. Not only is it just publicity and whatever you want to call, it, which is fine. It shouldn't be about that, but it's publicity. It's doing the right thing. It is what it is. South Lake Hospital, uh, South Lake uh, District had their hospital authority for many years. And my understanding in many ways, Orlando Health has picked up the slack because Orlando Health took over uh, their, their hospital down there and they picked up some of the slack and then they found other, other things um, in, for some of the other entities as well um, to go ahead and, and manage. It just means that folks, it's gonna have to manage. I know for a fact that North Lake Hospital District, because they they're one of the few left in the state. They're like, there were six. Two Malone in Lake County, three in Malone and Volusia, and there's one more somewhere floating around. I don't know where it's at. North Lake is actually getting ready to be um, getting ready to be disbanded in 25. They actually went to a zero-based budget for two years. I think they just raised um, their their um, their millage a little tiny bit, just like I think like three hundred thousand dollars for something they wanted to do. But other than that, they're going to they went to a zero-based budget, and they're also going to be disbanded in 25. That was part of the deal that happened back then. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that has to be done overnight either. It can be phased out to give everybody an opportunity. All I'm saying right today is we need to question the relevancy anymore. And in the article, it talked about, well, we no longer run a hospital. Well, then if you no longer run a hospital, which is part of your neighborhood legislation, then why are you guys even in business? That's who is, all I'm saying. Who's going to distribute that money to, who is going to be in charge of distributing money to nonprofits? They're gonna to have to figure out a way to, um, to 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 move forward. Either work with the hospitals or figure, or, or, hospital, or or you know what or the you hospitals can, are gonna do. The hospitals are gonna fucking appropriate that money for themselves. Can, or maybe or maybe what or you can do. Are there all nonprofits? Because you can't tell me that that they're, the hospitals being nonprofit aren't going to. They're gonna take that money. They're gonna to want to keep it in fucking house. They're gonna to use it for themselves oh. and for their what they deem relevant to their bottom line. Okay, and that's what's gonna go on. A so dollar, listen, I know million dollar payment the salary to a CEO. My point is, is that um, Eric Livestream in Lake County asked for money this your year. Your premise has no merit. No, 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 folks. Just question it. Think about it. I think it's time. It's time has come. There are entities here in Volusia County that can help take care. And I, but they won't. Do you know uh, yes, why they, they won't? They, do you know why they won't? Why? Because they are looking out for their bottom line, period. And because the county's not going to give any money, the county's talking about rolling back money, pulling back money, not giving money out that they don't, you know, things like everybody kicks the mental health 
and the indigent care down the road. Nobody really wants to tackle that. Uh, you know what it is? This is what it is. No. This is like you take the indigent people and you do this right here and you just kind of throw and they land where they land. No, there's real no There's for opportunities that. there. And I would say, and, I, and the reason why I say this, folks, and I don't say this lightly. Because after my meeting with the, when I went before the hospital, uh, the authority board, uh, I've been educated since. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is, it is plausible, it is doable. I know okay. that there are some. Plus, I'm, I'm not going to say that the hospitals are nefarious. I mean, their yeah. thing is health care. But, you know, you've got to remember this also, that our illustrious governor has now given any medical care professional the ability to say, no, I don't like taking care of that. And they don't have to without question. So let's just talk about that also. Mm, I don't know if it necessarily applies to indigent care, but hey, listen. We'll move on to the next thing. That was my rant for today, if he, folks. If a doctor doesn't like the way a patient smells, they don't uh, have to treat Oh, that's not necessarily the case. Okay, but you're making a stretch there. That said, folks, I just want you to think about it. Please, we okay. need to question the, uh, the, the viability anymore of the, the WHA. Right, I want to talk about my thing. There you go. Go ahead. I want to talk about That was my rant for the week. I want to talk about the DeSantis agency sent $92 million in COVID relief funds to donor-backed projects. I want to tell you how shocking I find I, that. I saw that report today. I mean, yesterday, as a matter of fact. The Washington Post. The Washington Post, yeah. When the Washington Post gets into your backyard and your business, where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh. Now, I'd like to go back to a meeting, a TPO meeting, January 25th okay. of this year, All right. where I was a freshman TPO board member mm. for Deltona, representing Deltona. Okay. And I had listened to my constituency. I had listened to the concerns of the chair of constituency of other people regarding this project. Mm -hmm. How it had to do with the fact that we had stuff on LPGA that could have been dirt ready by then. It could have no. gotten ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. There's a big need down at LPGA. Yep. By that. There's projects on this side. And I haven't heard, one. but I would like to hear, I would like to hear uh, our the commissioner, Stacey mm -hmm. can too. I know that she's been busting her hind in down in that area, trying to get people services, trying yep. to, she, she does. She's tireless, right? Yep. Not yep. only with her veteran stuff, but with taking care of her district. Yes. And her district needs help. Yeah. Okay. So we have this money that could have gone to that district to help alleviate some of LPGA. Yeah. Right. But we did not. Yeah. But instead we have, um, we have the money it went to what is called the Pioneer Trail, and what it is is they are trying to put a on-off ramp, basically. A 95 interchange. Right. Yep. And in between the Dunlawton and the 44. Yes, okay. which is about three miles on each side. Three miles on each side. Yep. So take that in right now. Yep. They want to put a, in the middle of six miles, they want to put another entrance exit. The thing that is troublesome is that area is environmentally sensitive there. Okay. I've heard that. I, I, and so I'll cut you off just really yeah. quick. And I would say this, that ordinarily I don't mind interchange if there is a drastic need and the residents are dying because it's like, hey, look, we got massive traffic issues over mm -hmm. here and we need something to alleviate some of that, right? Um, but that is not necessarily the case. Couple that with the fact that, yes, to your point, there are environmental sensitive areas over there. And then you have to wonder, and I'm going to walk a very fine line over here. Mm -hmm. And I say this because I'm being Volusia County, I'm being pro-Volusia County. Mm -hmm. I'm not being Eric, pro-Eric. Mm -hmm. I'm being pro-Volusia as I think most Volusians want me to be, mm -hmm. right? Which is the fact that we have monies. Money's being allocated for a project that is still several years away. Yes. You, it was 
12, 12 to 15 years okay. out is right. what it was. And so we have projects. So I'm going to name two or three probably between east and west side. Mm -hmm. That And if I'm wrong on something, please correct me on it, okay? So obviously there's LPGA, which everybody knows in Volusia County is a major problem. And yes, yep. the commission that's over there is working tirelessly to, to figure things out mm -hmm. over there. Hell, even in, in their own backyard, they got Mason Avenue, yep. which goes to a primarily um, uh, African-American community over there that's been mm -hmm. neglected for 40 for years. years. For years, for years. Yes. That I know this individual has been fighting for as well, too. So we have LPGA Boulevard coming from the bridge, which needs to be worked on. Going and, to and your thing is, it's not like no one is not working on it. Yeah. It is not like people have been tirelessly talking and screaming about this. But you know what? They don't have developer money. So. Yeah. So that said, on the west side, which some of you have been fighting for within Deltona and just the surrounding area, I can make the case beyond besides the fact you have we needed the Rhode Island extension that comes over. I brought that up again at TPO this week. Need the Rhode Island extension, but mm -hmm. also I would argue that I four needs four laning on both sides. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the reason why. That bridge coming from Seminole County is a nightmare. Nightmare. And the traffic coming through. So all, when you hear all this shit about the traffic counts, folks, traffic counts are way off. I'll be the first one to tell anybody, they're off. They're off, they're off, they're off. There is so, dude, I'm telling you, when I come back from Lake County, I got to travel that area over there because I'm trying to go through the new 429 yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. I come through there, it is a fucking nightmare. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to try to refrain from cursing too much more down the road. It is a nightmare over there. So you can't tell. And then coming into Volusia, that whole stretch, all the way up through the land, it is a bit of a nightmare today. So what was promised to us was, yeah, we won't be able to take the expressway all the way up, which I think is, is a great thing because I love the expressway. Oh, my God, is it wonderful. It's one. I love the expressway. Love it. So I would pay $10 a trip. Thank you, State of Foreign DOT, for making all that happen. Yeah. However, what we were told back then was, well, I don't know if you guys merit the expressway just yet. However, we've been thinking about this, and maybe we need to go to a fourth lane. Okay. So where are we at? Now there's monies, according to this Washington Post article, that are going to this development, which or this interchange. I'm sorry, excuse me, faux pas on my part, which yeah. is going there. Freudian and I'm trying. <laughs> Freudian slip. I'm sorry, and I'm going to be very careful here. But once again, I'm going to state I am being pro Volusia. I'm not being pro anything other than just being pro Volusia. Mm -hmm. We need four laning on uh, I-4 mm -hmm. coming through Deltona, Orange City, DeBarry, and coming up and through DeLand. Yeah. We need that badly. So it's okay to let's allocate money for something else while we're struggling on the west side and or residents in LPGA are struggling over there. Yep. And I'm not even talking about any of the projects that are needed in Volusia County. I'm just sitting there kind of going, okay, now. You have, let me take it from here. Yeah, go ahead, because go ahead, go ahead. I don't mind. Because then I'm going to piggyback with something else okay. I was thinking about. Okay, go ahead, okay, go ahead, okay, go ahead, okay, go ahead. So, you have a development over there in Neverland, mm -hmm. which is where I call it, where it is. Have yeah. you driven by the development that they're talking about? It's, it's not, it, meh, it, it, meh, yeah. meh. It's kind of no like, mm. like that development for Osteen Maytown Road meh, that's been that popped up for years. I know it's coming, yeah. but yeah. there's nothing out yeah. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you have that dead space, right? Yeah. But because it is owned by somebody that is named, that is well-connected with the governor, that has the largest war chest of money, he usually gets his way. He gets his way. I'm sorry, and I'm just putting it out there. So back, going back to this January 25th meeting, I was one of the only two or three, I can't remember, because I think it was the councilwoman from Edgewater, it was the county chair and myself that voted no on this. Was, and it, when I, was it county chair that day, though? 
he was on phone. Oh, was he on, on phone? phone? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It said two votes, but yeah. I know that I was one of the no's. And when I asked the question, okay. when I asked the question, I asked a couple of questions, right. okay? Are there any other projects that this ARPA money could benefit right now? Because mm -hmm. I see some struggle going on. I asked that question. I asked the DOT, mm -hmm. okay, what was the feedback from the public? I mean, we, didn't, we don't have that, but we can get it to you, okay? <laughs> Listen, okay? I asked the question, is this on-off-ramp interchange tied to a development Mm. That may be going in right there. And then I got excoriated and I got dressed down in public mm. for that at okay. that meeting. Okay. But I voted no. And I, I said, because my constituency and myself had some serious major concerns about the, first of all, it was, why was it fast tracked? It was out. Yeah. It was out, planned out for that many years. So just because you have the money or the resources to put a development in there right now and, and pull with the governor then that means your project gets fast-tracked. It wasn't bull this bullshit. There are a lot of other projects that could have happened yeah. right there. But, you know, the, the Washington Post was very good, and then the News Journal, um, Mark did a good, um, he did a good, oh, my glasses, he did a good job also talking about this. It is frustrating, okay? It is frustrating when we talk about developer money and you hear, oh, no, not really, developers need no developers all these laws that are being mm -hmm. written and empowering um developers it's sad sb 102 i brought that up yeah. also and you know at tpo this week i i brought this up i said and i asked the municipalities that were there i said do yourself and your municipality and your constituents a favor and go back you need to look at things like timeliness of traffic impact studies they're mm. bullshit yeah they're bullshit Okay, if your thing, if your, if your traffic study is more than two years old, going into a project it's is a, bullshit. It's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant at that point. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> you can't tell me that out Howland Boulevard, mm. okay, by the interstate, I don't buy that shit for a minute. Yeah. I don't buy the. I don't buy. I don't buy it. Yeah. Don't fucking buy it. I, and yeah. we are getting robbed of a fair and proportionate share of money that should have. An updated traffic study was done, yeah. okay, at the request of, uh, I requested it. Yeah. I want to know what's going on, which raised the trip counts, which raised the proportionate share by how much, you ask me. Ask me how much. How much? $7 million for the county, $2.5 million for the city. So you know what's going to happen with that $9.5 million? This developer gets to pocket that money, mm. and your money is going to go for paying what he's not putting in the kitty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I brought that up in the, 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 the so two of the county people asked me about that. So part of what I try to do on the show from time to time is educate folks on how this stuff is supposed to work, more or less. And if I'm off a little bit, I apologize, folks. But let me, let me explain to you the, the whole thing with TPO. TPO is your transportation planning organization. All right. They're all over the state of Florida, right? The Volusia County has one. Seminole has one. Everybody, everybody's got one, right? They, and some places for smaller counties, not as populated, uh, densely populated, they may partner with two or three of the counties to have their own TPO. All right. And you have these boards and all, and city folks go to these TPOs and DOT is there. <coughs> Excuse me. And DOT is there, right? And the whole idea is to work out these projects and part of the five-year plan on, on these projects, okay, what comes up next so they can pay for it and so forth and they can start planning ahead. Mm -hmm. 
My challenge with TPO, and this has been brought up, and this has also been brought up in Tallahassee, because there are a few, there are legislators on both sides, but most, and but Republicans mostly, who questioned the validity of a lot of these TPOs and the feeling that they're not operating the way they're supposed to. And what happens is, and I'll just tell you well, this. Well, they can suck it because I will tell you this. The Volusia County, the yeah. River to Sea, TPO bust their ass to look yeah. at all of these projects. And we have some very, very smart people sitting on that. So Tallahassee can suck it if well, they want to come after No, us. no, no, no. And so what I will tell you is this, is that there were some who fought for Volusia's TPO and to stay out of the mix because somebody brought it up over there. And uh, Folks, this is just food for thought, Okay. A lot of folks go to TPO. TPO, some have felt, becomes a little bit of a rubber stamp because what they're going to argue is that those fights belong at the city level for some of these projects, right? And then once it's approved by the city, it comes to TPO, everybody does their thing. And everybody plays nice because nobody wants to upset the apple cart too much between DOT and others, right? And so, but my point is, if Eric is being truly Volusia-centric, and I care about the county that I live in, regardless mm-hmm. of which city you live in or I live in. If we're being Volusia County centric, my goal always is to figure out how can we pay for the products that we know for a fact are needed now. Mm-hmm. Not 10 years from now, but we know are needed now and they're coming up. And, and there's a whole host of why, because as we grow very fast as a, as a county, which I know you've been very concerned with and many, has been, uh, many others have been concerned with, growing at the pace at which we're growing, that we're not going to keep up with the infrastructure well, let me that's ask needed. You something. You're right. And to that point, let me ask you this. Yeah. How many uh, police officers do we need per capita? I don't know the exact number on that. I, I couldn't you tell you. Know, no, you I don't know. know. You probably know better than I do, actually. You don't know that, do you? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm at you the state level. Na- I'm, nas- at sta- I'm, I'm here with the state level. Yeah. So, yeah, na- you, you tell I'm going to tell you there's all a right. national average. Okay, all right. Okay? But here's the thing. Everybody signs off on level of service, but you go poll and ask a city, mm-hmm. municipality, what that number is. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, this goes back uh-huh. to our, this goes back to the thing that I was telling. That was level of service. What's level of service? For, I don't know. What's yeah. level of service for firefighters? Yeah. You know, according to national average, we should have two more fire stations in Deltona, according uh, to our population. Wouldn't, supr- wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. But but does Deltona know what that formula is? No. No. But what are we doing? Yeah. We're signing off on development, saying we have level of service, and we don't even have a calculation for that. Oh, and that's a bunch of bullshit. So Does that I make it did, valid? No. Does that make the shit valid? I no, go back to the point, which is what I made with Tyra last week, is, look, folks, what I try to do is give a sense of what's happening in Tallahassee, because I, there's sometimes a lot of misinformation or context. And it even happens at the local level, right? You get residents complaining about city commissioners, and there's context they don't have. And Dana and I argue about it from time to time on the show, and she goes off, obviously, on the governor of the things, uh, a number of tirades about different issues that she feels impact her as a local city commissioner. And I'm pretty sure there are many of the city commissioners who are thinking the same way as her and may not be as vocal, and that's their choice to do so. It is what it is. What I, what I try to do is make sure people fully understand what's going on over here, and I'll tell you that, number one, I said last week that cities, local governments – should be doing a better job because there's no amount of infinite money coming from Tallahassee to help out with all the projects. I'm just, and this is just being honest and straightforward with it because all they're going to argue is that you guys are approving these projects at a fast clip and for whatever reason it is what it is. And now you guys want money coming from us to help pay for your infrastructure needs. And look, and we will continue to go up and my boss and others will continue to go up and try to pull money back from Tallahassee to bring for infrastructure needs. But cities, I'm telling you right now, be careful how you're approving these projects and make sure the numbers 
that the developers are using. I got no problem with developers developing. I, I said it a million times. So I'm fucking blue in the face. But I but you have to question the veracity the numbers are using. And if you Thank come you. to me with a report, a traffic mm -hmm. report from 2009, from 2009 that is complete bullshiggity. I'm I can't Matter of fact, it doesn't even that doesn't even matter bullshitty. That is complete bullshit. Because we all know that the population population's probably increased by 10, 15, 20 percent since then. Mm -hmm. And our roads are getting that much more abused. Not only than that, else. you know, you want to know what else about Safety's that? Safety's an issue. Listen, yeah. you're gonna try to maintain your position that these two thousand nine numbers are good. And you know it's bullshit yeah. that they're not good because you're not paying two thousand nine prices for labor and materials. You've acquiesced that. You are a and if you're a city commissioner anywhere in Volusia County and you make the same argument that one of my city commissioners made over here about, well, COVID and, you know, and we have less people on the road, stop. Stop. Because you're being a Momo. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to call you out for being a Momo right now because traffic counts are way up and public safety should be paramount. Matter of fact, that is supposed to be the number one priority of any government, federal, state, local is public safety, right? And when traffic counts are up, way up, from a 2009 report, okay? But you're allowed to develop and not pay any prop share on that infrastructure on the road. Wait, can I, you just rode out of town with $9.5 million. Can I also argue, maybe this is conspiratorial land a little bit, but can I also argue that that, 2000, that 2009 report mm -hmm. was just after what major catastrophic mm -hmm. event for this country and the globe? The yes. Great Recession. Yes, And like many it. people... Couldn't I would afford. argue couldn't afford to just drive around mm -hmm. anywhere they wanted to. They were staying home because some of them, mm -hmm. I, many people lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. So you tell me how valid that trip count is when people were staying home in 2009 because they were losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. And you're using that same report mm -hmm. in 2023 mm -hmm. and forget about the pandemic and Great Recession. Yeah. People are out. Dude, it's just the nature of who we are. We are Floridians. We are Americans. We don't like public transportation. <laughs> we want to be out in our cars. And that's what we're doing. And I'm telling you, when I traveled on the Howland Boulevard, it is a major shit show. Now, we are trying to catch up to it. Oh, I know you're smiling at me right now. I'm just telling you that it's reality, folks. And I said this last and week. And they called it puppy love. I know. I know. She's right over now. here oogling oogling at I me. Am. But I'm just going to tell you, it's not just because Eric flipped over to one other side or not. <laughs> I'm trying to put perspective and pragmatism to this shit because I am that type of individual. I've told people I am not your extreme individual on either side. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm not Greta Thunberg. Little child, go back home to Sweden. That's where you fucking belong. And I'm not one of these crazy right motherfuckers that decided to storm the fucking Capitol, okay? I'm trying to tell you, what I'm trying to say is I am pragmatic. I take all sides into consideration. And I want to make sure we get to a better place. That's all I'm trying to get to, ultimately. And that means we got to have conversations about some of this. It doesn't mean I flipped over to Dana, because obviously you can tell there are times when we just don't agree. Uh, hell, fuck, we were upstairs just a few minutes ago. We're, she's like, shut up, content! And then we were arguing about something. I don't know what it is. But the point is, is that, God, folks, we need to do a better job. That's all I'm going to say. And can we're I, not doing I a good enough job. Can I my, my Washington Post article Go ahead. Here? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, don't know. I got into semi rant. That was, you know. I know, but I'm like, I like it. I know you do. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, the, okay, DeSantis spokesman Jeremy Redfern published on Twitter Wednesday night before the story was published. Emails from a, a Post reporter seeking comment. 
You are trying to make an accusation to play gotcha, he wrote in one of the emails to the Post. After being asked whether the governor had spoken to Husseini about the Pioneer Trail project or advocated for its funding, he then referred the questions to Jessica Octavino, the communications director for the Florida Transportation Department, who also did not directly respond to the question about DeSantis or Husseini's involvement in the decision to fund the project. She said in a statement that the state transportation planners determined and prioritized projects that had local support and were production ready to use the federal COVID funds. The Pioneer Trail project had been a priority for some local officials for decades. Now, I want to tell you, yes, it has been on the books for a long time, but it wasn't scheduled out for 15, 12 to 15 more years. Okay. I can't remember. That's why I'm going to give you for 12 to 15 more years. There are other projects. That means there were other projects ready to go before that. This enhanced interchange project will help keep up with Florida's growing population. She said, Florida currently leads the nation in net in migration with the majority of these new residents moving to central and southwest Florida. You know what I say to that? How about get your shit together as far as development goes? People are coming in. I understand that. We're not going to stop people. But I guarantee you that you can go to any fucking city in Volusia County and ask them, how many people are you going to take into your city? What right now does your transportation allow for? What is your infrastructure? What is your schools? Oh, I don't fucking know because we don't do the whole concurrency thing anymore. We don't give a shit. As long as you can put up, what? Another building without human infrastructure? Sure, go ahead, party down. Human infrastructure is going to be the downfall because when I talk about a level of service, you're lacking in education and public safety your firefighters your fire departments do not have enough resources sheriff's department my god the miracle work that sheriff chitwood does what he's given is incredible and i'm going to tell you something if it was anybody other than sheriff chitwood his methodology for training and all of this stuff having his people like two of his officers are like two in another county do you know what i'm saying so one of his officers is as good as two i understand that i'm being tongue-in-cheek but you know what i mean i think sheriff chitwood look and and i I know we want to get him back on the show again because I want to see I want I would love the sheriff to just come on to update us a little yeah. bit and he's always a hoot to have on. Yep. Um but the sheriff is one I think ultimately look he's a he's a publicly elected official so to, I'm not going to be naive and sit here and say that as uh, as a sheriff and as a quasi you know politician for what it's worth I don't even know if you would even call him quasi because he does not act like a traditional politician. Sheriff Chitwood does what he thinks he's is in the best interest a, yeah, he does. of Volusia County and public safety of Volusia County. Damn, be those whether I don't care where you're from the east side or west side. No money, money. He does what he thinks is right for Volusia County public yeah. safety. So. Now I'm going to finish on this. Okay. Dad. <clears throat> Husseini did not respond to multiple requests for comment by phone and email. Shocking. Um, this, it's talked about the disparity between DeSantis and Rick Scott, who was independently wealthy, and then talks about how DeSantis, DeSantis, a Republican candidate for president, initially criticized in the American Rescue Plan in March 2021 as Washington at its worst, arguing that much of the money had nothing to do with COVID and that politicians were using the bill as a Christmas tree on which to hang pet projects. That's so fucking prophetic. So let's go on where we're at with that money. But since the money arrived in Florida, he has used it for favored projects unrelated to the pandemic, including using interest from the federal funds to pay for the flight of most Venezuelan migrants to from Texas to Martha's Vineyard last year. Fuck me. 
How did that benefit the Floridians taking people out of Texas because you were giving a hand job to your boy over there? So go ahead, touch God. tips. Sorry, I, uh, they were touching tips. I'm just going to say not that. Touching that one. From Texas to Martha's Vineyard. What did that have to do with Florida again, you fuck? DeSantis called on the state legislator to direct about $1 billion in COVID relief to transportation projects in March 2021. State transportation leaders notified local officials about the decision to use COVID relief money for the interchange during a public meeting. Listen to my dates, people. November 30th, 2022, three weeks after DeSantis's re-election. No way. Sitting your wrongness. Go, go ahead. No, 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 no. no I, I got million, to say on that. $126 million interchange budget, which includes about $34 million in funding from other federal and state local sources, covers purchasing land for the right-of-way, along with the construction cost records show it includes money to build partial access roads near the interchange onto Husseini's property, a feature that was not in the 2021 design plans, you know, like back when he had ownership of it and didn't know he was getting all that good gravy money. Let's just add more, you fuck. But it appeared in the 2022 plans, according to public records. Ottaviano said the state's decision to pay for the partial roads into the Woodhaven development was made in coordination with local government and agencies who were controlled by what? Husseini. Future connections to Pioneer Trail were considered when we applied for the permit to ensure adequately sized ponds and designs for the existing and future drainage patterns in the area of the proposed interchange. Do you know why? Because it's fucking environmentally sensitive. Lance, sit in your wrongness. The new exits on 95 will allow highway travelers to more easily access Husseini's development. Let's slide on in there. Rather than having to use the highway exit four miles to the north and three miles to the south, you know, like regular fucking people have to use, according to the design plans. Other developments south of the interchange are also expected to benefit from the new off-ramps. No, they're not. They're not going to drive three miles to fuck up to use another one. I don't know where you get that flawed bullshit. Anyways, um... John Tyler, the Florida Transportation Secretary for the Central District, told local officials at a January 25 meeting of the local planners that federal pandemic relief money will be used for three projects in Volusia, with most of the funds going to the Pioneer Interchange because it was ready for construction. How about shit that's already been in construction? You know, he credited state leaders in Tallahassee, bronze bitch boys, let me just say that, and making the pandemic relief money available. The 2021 asked the department to identify projects for funding that they prioritize. It was adopted in 2022, signed off by who? The governor. And we are here today continuing to move forward. So let me correct a few things. Wait. Go ahead. The Go local ahead. planning authority approved the state plans at the meeting over the objections of Jeff Brower, the Republican chairman of the Volusia County Council, who argued the interchange would encourage development of sensitive wetlands that feed into nearby Spruce Creek. That's all. He, he did all of that. da 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 also, Charlie Chris said that Husseini's development would damage local watershed. Um, Husseini sold part of his land to the government about a decade ago for conservation. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Project Florida does not need and one the community does not want. Imagine that, not listening to your community. I can't imagine that in any world that I live in as a politician, not listening to your constituency, but here we are. Um, I, I'm not going to get into that part of the thing here. Um, there's just more, yeah. there's just more that went on in mm. that, in that, um, in that project. And, you know, it's troubling to me that, oh my God, that Ron got himself a golf simulator. Let uh, me start I, off. Let me start off with A okay. and let me, let me travel over to B. Okay. So Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. 
person familiar with DeSantis's operation who spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe private information said the governor's team would call Husseini regularly because he would usually provide his plane with late notice. Well, listen. Unlike let me, us that have to plan. I don't Listen, I don't get into the rest of the odd shit. I'm okay, going to just ahead. tell you right now. So let me get from A to B. So okay. first of all, A. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money that came, ARPA funds that came down to Florida. And let me, let me correct something here. Some things I heard in the Washington Post I okay. don't totally agree with, which is okay. there was a lot of funding, a lot of funding that went towards infrastructure projects here in Florida, mm-hmm. all right, that were not vetoed by the governor. I mean, all over Florida. I mean, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm seeing. I know what was in the budget, and I know how many projects were approved. Well, it's good for him not to veto money that was, well, you know, made yeah, for listen, the taxpayers. Infra- I, listen, you call it what you want. That's fine. I mm-hmm. get it. However, the point is is that all that there was a lot of money that went to infrastructure projects across the state of Florida. A lot of money. Oh all right. God. Now, that said, beyond this pro- – well, that was beyond this project, okay? My only argument is with this particular project over here was, look, I have no problem with the developer – if it's, you know, going to make some money there and develop, that's fine. I question the viability of the interchange only because of the fact that I don't think it's necessary. You have three, you have mm-hmm. two other interchanges three in any either, in either direction. And that's almost like the attorney, um, uh, the attorney for the one developer here in Daltona who says, well, they need a place to live because we're Amazon. Well, they already fucking live somewhere. They don't, we don't need more apartments. You're creating apartments for uh, people who work at Amazon. No, you're not because they're not, they, they, they're not going to be able to not, afford that. They're not. Well, first of all, they're not even homeless. They, these are people, people who are going to Amazon who work at Amazon. They already live somewhere they're not homeless so to sit here and say we're building more homes for people to go to amazon is, is bullshit yeah. that said i question the veracity of the of the interchange right now when i know i know for a fact this is eric being pro volusia there are plenty of other projects in volusia county that could be getting moved up yep um uh, more so ready than, than this particular one for the interchange mm-hmm. um uh, the other thing too is that first and then i know you rant about the governor charlie chris let me tell you something about that guy that guy is, I don't even know why the Washington Post even questioned because he's irrelevant. Charlie's irrelevant and Charlie should know better because Charlie is one of the slickest politicians that ever came out of Florida. Everybody knows this. People in Tallahassee know this and there's no way. So as much as you want to rant about the governor, I'm going to rant about Charlie. Charlie has no leg to stand on. He's full of shit, that guy. So the Washington Post. He came why from you your guys, people. Why? Yeah, bull, yeah, he was a, fu- he's full of shit. Oh wait, yeah, he came from our people. Let me tell you something. Our people were not crazy about Charlie because he they knew he was a little bit of a, all right, let me stop before I go off the rails too much. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Charlie loved to be around fundraisers, that's all I'm going to say, um, and, and loved to sell himself. I'm going to say this. So Charlie has no room to speak out ever. So when I want to hear him compare him to the governor, Washington Post, you guys never should have questioned Charlie Chris. There's other people more va- more relevant than Charlie Chris if you want to get an opinion than him. So listen, and as far as the monies, I said already that, and you know, once again, I'm trying to walk a fine line because I'm trying to be pro-Volusia here. And I understand that there are powers that be. And I know that I could also put myself, my, I'm sticking my neck out there a little tiny bit. And folks, it's a real fucking thing. And I know you are too. I'm going to tell you the reason why. Because you're a commissioner from Deltona. Mm-hmm. And people will listen. And mm-hmm. they'll say, wait a minute. And they'll make the determination. So folks, I'm going to call it out right now whether or not should Deltona get money for this, that, and the other. Because the governor is fucking petty. Not, no, 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 stop. No, because petty. there are, no, this goes even beyond the governor. There are there are entities, that's all I'm going to say it, right, public and private, forget about the governor Can for I one minute. Can I tell you something? That are looking at, would look at this and kind of go, they are feel they're the ones calling the shots, and how dare you disrupt the feng shui that we got going on. You know what? The bullshit that, that's going on. And I'm going to tell you something. It feels really nice when you ride in that train and you go along and you bang, you rubber stamp, you rubber stamp, you rubber stamp, you rubber stamp, until people start questioning. Mm. And it's not me. It's my constituency. 
I am the channel by which that I'm asking. I'm just in the position that I get to ask the questions because when when constituents ask the questions, they don't get answers. They don't get answers from developers. They're not taking time. They're take that obligatory meeting, meeting with the neighborhood to see what they want. Da, da, da. And they uh, here's the thing: developers do not care for the people they're building for. Sorry, end of sentence. Now you would say this. Listen, Mr. Husseini, mm. incredibly charitable, mm. incredibly charitable. Okay. Yes, I know. I listen. I Ted Bundy had his good days too. Oh my God! I'm not even going to touch okay. that on a ten foot pole. Listen, yes, I know of other very, very charitable developers. I, also, they, I know that. I'm not saying that, but what long term investments are being made in the community? As far as is the housing good? You know, is is the are you building good homes? Are you building the cheapest you can build? Because I've been into some very disturbing places. Yeah. So, some very disturbing develop, developments. Well, I'll tell you, there are plenty that listen. And, and folks, I want to understand this is not a knock on any one individual. I'm gonna tell you right now because that family, amongst others in Volusia, give a lot, a lot back, of money, a they, lot of money back to do. Volusia. I give you that. But I will tell you that there are others like Ryan Holmes and others, and and the, way back in the day it was Miranda before they defaulted, and others, and they, you know, look, they they come in, they see a swath of land, they go, okay, fine. <laughs> And they, you know, they do clear cutting across the board and, and all kinds of stuff. And here Shitty we now, now, yeah, now we have a bunch of homes, which, yeah, years later, you have plenty of guys in the construction business are fixing their properties years, yeah. years later. And I'm not just talking about, yeah, 20 years on the road. Some of them are fixing their properties five, just five, years, five years later because yeah. it's just like, bah, 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 put them all up and that's yeah. it. And I've never been a big fan of that, but it, it is what it is. And it's shitty. That's the way is. we went about it in, in Florida many ways. So as, you know what Deltona's doing? Other states did, you know what you know. Deltona's doing? What? What Delton is doing to ensure the safety of our our future um, affordable home. What? We are tightening up our development agreements. Okay. We are going to be on the leading edge of building green homes so that they are truly affordable. Okay. If you have a developer you want to come into Deltona and develop affordable housing, mm -hmm. you're going to build it in such a way that it really remains affordable to that person. Okay. By putting double pane windows, thermal okay. windows, it's going to be as well. They should be too because solar, Florida, not Florida friendly, yeah. Florida native plants, permeable, okay. permeable parking lots. Because listen, if you're going to get um, to build anywhere, uh, I know that you want to do the right thing and build the most affordable home for the people and the spirit that you're building for. So let's make it really affordable by making it electrically sound, by requiring good insulation in there so that the electricity bills, affording them some solar, you know, mm -hmm. to help out with their power bills and stuff. So Deltona is going to set... Deltona is going to set the, oh. the theme for oh. how cities now well, thank develop. God. Well, thank God, because maybe they'll finally get a chance to lead on something right instead of just doing we what they've always been doing. Yeah, we're good. Deltona, listen, the, the, who we have in Deltona right now, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. We've built a building, a yeah. great team, a great planning and development team. Yeah. I can't say enough about Joe Ruiz and his team. Yeah, he, he seems, is every time really, I see him, he seems like he's really on point. He's into just, it. Yeah. He is into yeah. making yeah. things better. He is into making the community better, and I salute him and I applaud him. Listen, this I bring up this here because I'm going to tell you something. As a uh, as a freshman mm. sitting on TPO, mm. I really try to advocate for my constituency, yeah. and if it's if it turns up the earth, sometimes I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But I make no apologies in the spirit which I do that. And it feels good 
just be semi-vindicated yeah. after feeling in my heart that this project was not the right thing mm -hmm. and, and to see that there are some very authentic questions about it and as it applies to development in Volusia County. And, you know, we also learned at the TPO that this project has been delayed yeah. and pushed back for until I think they said December. And so. there's St. John's River Water Management mm -hmm. had some issues with it. Yeah, listen, so, and, and I'll tell you right now, folks, I, listen, Deltona, along other cities and as many cities throughout the whole, so St. John's Water Management District, I think, covers about 18 different counties. Mm -hmm. And in years prior, and I've said, I said this last week, because I had the opportunity of working very closely with St. John's Water Management District in many ways, I can tell you this. And my, my boss, who's obviously worked with St. John's Water Management, and he's had complaints about St. John's in years prior. And what I can tell you is that St. John's today is a far better, far better organization than they were just a decade ago. Mm -hmm. They are trying to make real improvements and talking to their cities and local government. I'm not saying it's perfect, but they are doing a much better job today. And I will tell you this, they have, they have tried to understand those individuals who in the private sector trying to do certain things, mm -hmm. um, where St. John's was basically an automatic, no, 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 no. They've looked at projects on an individual basis, okay, what's the merit of this project? And they proved, even when some who said, hey, St. John's, you're supposed to be protecting us, they said, no, 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 no. We're okay with this. There's enough. There's enough that in, in in the agreement that we feel will protect for protection purposes. Um, so when I say and I say this, why? Because if you're calling something out for that project over there, I can tell you, folks. To me personally, today, more than a decade ago, I will tell you that there's actually something to be said for that. Mm -hmm. They mean it. Yeah. That means there's a concern there. They've had concerns with certain things that happened in Lake County where. I've heard in years prior, DOT's like, oh, yeah, 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 no, no problem, no problem. And St. John's like, no, we got a big problem with this. The way, I, yeah. I got to say this. Did I have the utmost respect for the entities for FDOT? Yeah. The job that they do, the, the oh, my God, the magnitude yeah. of what they have to do, think about the people on there are exceptional, yeah. on FDOT are exceptional. Giving the props to our uh, River to Sea TPO, mm -hmm. amazing group of people to ask well thought out questions, okay. right? Everybody feels very, very convicted by what they vote on. Mm -hmm. I know that these people do their research because I engage with them. Yeah. It, and I know that our TPO is solid. Yeah, so I think Volusia has. I think Volusia has. Tallahassee, one of, stop it. We need that to. I think Volusia has the, one of the better ones. I, it, do, the, I agree. We do. We really do because I've heard other. I've done my homework. Yeah. I do my homework because I'm not as smart as most people. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. do a lot of homework. Yeah. I've done my homework on this and understood what the project meant. I understood what the reports were. I spent a lot of time on that before I voted no. Okay. There's smart people on our TPO. Mm. Our, I love our chair. Our chair, Mayor Chris Cloudman, okay. very pragmatic. Very, He's very measured. He's a, he's very, a, he's a solid individual. Mayor, is, Mayor of the city of the land, he's a he solid, solid individual. Solid, yeah, solid. And there solid are some guy. great people on there, too. Like, um, You know, I've enjoyed working with um, um, with the, oh, God, Bill, I'm so sorry, O'Connor from yeah. Orange City. Yep. Um we and Karen Chazé, Mayor Karen Chazé, we have worked on getting our interchanges cleaned up, yes. right? And yep. the FDOT has listened, and they have more manpower out there cleaning up because we want to be represented well, and we're looking at doing some projects with our interchanges yep. so that they're more attractive. So we're on that also as TPO. So I respect the process. Yeah. Developers in general, I don't trust. I just think it's it's a profiteer. I mean, you, people are really rich that work in development. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And 
and I have a fundamental uh, issue, not with capitalism, because I believe in the, I'm an entrepreneur myself, right? Yeah. And I'm all about that. I'm all about making money. But when you work at the de detriment and the downfall of a whole community to benefit, to profit from it, when you collapse an ecological system, and one especially like pristine, like Volusia County, mm. The unchecked growth, the clear cutting, right? I walked, uh, went down LPGA, something bullshit preserve. And I'm like, what'd you preserve? You clear cut all of this. Now yeah. I know some of it was timber. I get that. Yeah. But Deltona does the same thing. Yeah. Let's strip everything down to replant. It's the stupidest planning process yeah, ever. I don't always understand that. Now I'll say this, that, um, look, I, you know, um, folks what we try to do here is try to bring something to make you think about it mm -hmm. or at least question a little bit about it and, and the idea hopefully you become a little more involved that we, you're getting something from this that kind of goes wait a minute mm -hmm. I, I don't care if you're a republican that's or that's democrat what, that's what we're looking for yeah. we got we're at 59 yeah. minutes but and i gotta close with something but yeah. i want to tell you that's what our mission is to make you ask the question yeah. so you just don't take something for face value yeah. and and, and developers i'll tell you right now developers are going to be developers, folks. That it's yeah. that's that's what they do. They're yeah. in the business of making money. However, it's a it's incumbent it's incumbent upon the governments that they do business with, right? When they're developing or, or interacting with, it's up to those um, governments to go ahead and push back a little bit and question the veracity mm -hmm. of what they're doing because they're there to make money. And I don't blame them for it. They're there to make money, but then we have to do our part then yeah. and question the veracity. It yeah. is what it is. It I is mean, what just, it is. so folks, stop taking it and just and yeah. question some of it. You know? Question. Yeah. Go say something because I want to also want to congratulate City to Barry on something for today that happened today. So don't don't give them any more. No, no, I, I do because I, it was it was it okay. was good. So anyway. so listen, our guest in two weeks is going to be Mike Chitwood. Oh, He's coming back. Awesome. Okay, two weeks, July fourteenth or whatever. He's going to be here talk about what his vision is, what the projects are he's working on. He's doing some great stuff for our good. youth and uh, for his school, and we need to give him our support. So he'll be back on the show. July 14th. Good. And I'm going to try and get Chase, Chase. Inside, in between there because I know he's yep. finally going to free up this after the, today. Yeah. He told me he's going to be a little free, so I'm going to call him and okay. let him know, see if he can come on. All right. That'll the be week, great. Ne next week or the week after, something okay. like that. Anyways. All right. That said, uh, props out to City DeBerry, who we had on before today. They did a big signing today on, they finally closed on their deal, so it is public now because they had people taking mm -hmm. pictures and everything. Um, and obviously this show will drop on Tuesday. But anyways, big props to City DeBerry, um, a city that's trying to control the way they develop mm -hmm. in some ways. They finally signed on their main street. So, uh, hey, listen, I know residents residents in DeBerry, I know you're nervous and scared about some of the growth. I want you to know that your leaders are definitely taking into consideration how far they want to grow. Yep. But you ha you're going to grow. It's, it's going to happen. But just know that you do have leadership in there. I don't mean this across the board from Carmen Rosamund to Mary Chazé, uh, Mayor Chazé and your city council. Whether you always agree with them or not, they are looking at the doing, big picture yeah. and they're trying to do the right thing for they're city doing to good. I'm telling so. you, sitting as a city commissioner, yeah. that I have commission envy. They, yeah. They're really, they, yeah. you know. Our, let me tell you something. I, I think that just given a little more time, the Deltona, um, our staff also is going to be Get, when they start unveiling some of this really great stuff because they're they're just now crawling out of cleaning up a lot of stuff. I think the staff know? in Deltona, is, they great. do a phenomenal job. There are some mishaps that happen from time to time. I just think, and I've always said this, uh, that I just want the city commission, just in general, mm -hmm. stop the back and forth with personal agendas, whatever. Yeah. Remember, end, end of the day, you're doing this for the city of Deltona. Yeah. The residents want to see more from you all. Yeah. And uh, and, they, they, and I think they deserve more because yeah. we've been doing, I mean, we've been doing this round robin for a long time and I just, mm -hmm. city commission, please everybody figure out a way to keep your eye on the big picture mm -hmm. because no matter who's in office one year or out the next 
the idea should still be the same, that we're all moving together. We can mm-hmm. fight about the little issues here and there, but on the big stuff for Deltona, we got to do a better job moving forward. So, And I think we'll get there. So, unfortunately, we're just going to have to go through a lot, listen, of, I'm just a lot of swamp. You, listen, I'm, a, I'm ready for you <laughs> yeah. to come back to Deltona and, and, and sit. I'm ready for you to come home uh, and run. People already know how I feel about the WHA, so I don't know if that's right. going to work for right, me. Listen, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, we got to go. Wrap we are at, we're yes. wrapping up here. Thank you, OG, for indulging us today. We thank have a you, lot OG. To get appreciate off. it. Yeah, appreciate it staying over to, to do that. Um, listen, I want to thank you for joining us again. Come back. We always have lively conversation. Um, we take your input seriously um, and appreciate it. And um, welcome uh, welcome back um yeah, yeah welcome back uh thank you we'll see you next friday and just remember this through the week that if it's important to you it's important to us folks peace bye this has been the smoking truth with dana mccool and eric Ramundo. listen for new episodes every tuesday at 8 a.m this has been a mike and mike production